الحمد لله الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على دين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له إقرارا به وتوحيدا وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما مزيدا أما بعد فنستمر بإذن الله تعالى ونستمر بإذن الله تعالى ونستمر of Abdurani Maqdasi rahimullah ta'ala we'll uh, continue from where we left off last week uh, I believe it's the the ninth hadith ninth narration or so um, and Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha qalat kana nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yu'jibuhu tayammun fi tana'ulihi wa tarajulihi wa tuhurihi wa fi sha'nihi kullihi and that is that Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala umul umul mu'mineen she said that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he used to like to start with the right in putting when putting on his shoes and when combing his hair he would like to he used to like to begin with his right when uh, putting on his shoes and combing his hair and when he's doing his purification, yani wudu, kullihi, and indeed all of his affairs. In fact, all of his affairs, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he used to prefer to start with his right. Regarding this hadith, barakallahu fiqum, we deal with a few points, inshallah. The first point is the tarjumah al-rawi, and that is the um, the biography of uh, the narrator and the narrator is Aisha anha, and it's interesting that in this bab of chapter of uh, Tahara we find many narrations from Aisha anha, anha, this uh, uh, scholar of hadith Umul Mu'minin and from them is this narration various narrations in Kitab Tahara we find with Aisha radiallahu anha and um uh, from them is this one and we've dealt with her biography before and we won't inshallah uh, mention anything else regarding that and I'm sure my brothers and sisters can remember uh, the virtues of this illustrious companion point number two is Mawdu'il Hadith and that is the title we can say we can give to this Hadith and giving the title to a, a narration helps us understand the fuq the general fiqh and the general uh, jurisprudence that one can extract from uh, this uh, hadith. And the title we can give to this hadith is Bayan Hukmi Tayammuni Fil Umur. Bayanu Hukmi Tayammuni Fil Umur. And that is the clarification of uh, the ruling of using or the right or uh, preferring the right in affairs, preferring to start from your right in affairs, yani right hand, right feet, and the right side, and so forth. This is the general title and topic of this hadith. After this, we're going to deal with some point number three. We're going to deal with some uh, 
details relate to some of the wordings that's mentioned in this hadith. And the first wording that we're going to mention is where the Messenger وسلم, Aisha mentioned that she like he likes and prefers a tayammun. A tayammun. And the meaning is al-ibtidabil yameen. Qabla shimal. The meaning of tayammun is al-ibtidabil Bilyamini Qabla Shimal. And that is starting with the right before the left. Starting with the right before the left. And with there are very in the Arabic language, just in in Bab al Fa'idah, there are many um descriptions as it relates to this meaning of Tayammun. And they said that Tayammun, some have said in Tisabil al Yemen. Some of the ulama has mentioned that Tayammun is is ascribing to Yemen. This is for your knowledge. Obviously, in this hadith here, that which is uh, intended is that the Messenger and that he began وسلم, in his affairs with the right, and then after that he would the, do the left. The second mention in here is and tana'ul is wearing your shoes. And this is in tongues of the Arab. Lips al na'al wa al hida. And that is wearing your shoes. So he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would start, barakallahu fikum, with putting his right foot in his shoe before his left. And this, barakallahu fikum, shows you the precision of the deen of Islam as it relates to the actions and statements of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That we even have proof on how he used to put his shoes on, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. After this, he mentions, or she mentions, Aisha radiallahu anha, tarajulihi. And tarajulihi, tarajul is combing the hair, tasrihu shar, tasrih a shar, and that is combing the hair. And that is that he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, will begin with the right side of his hair when combing it and do the left side. And he used to love to do this, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The next word in is tuhur. Yani, watuhurihi. Watuhurihi. Yani, tuhur with dhamma. He's purification, when he's purifying himself. And we know from previous lessons that tuhur with dhamma is the fi'l al-tahara. Wal-murad bihi, fi'l al-tahara. And that is the action of doing wudu and purification. Yani ghusl and wudu. Not just wudu, but also ghusl. When he's purifying himself, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would indeed begin with the right side. And here this shows us the mawdu shahid the place of ex- extrapolation as it relates to the affair of wudu, because we mentioned last week we, we, the hadith of Uthman, Abdullah ibn Zayd as well, عنهما, regarding the characteristics or how the Messenger وسلم, performed wudu. And this hadith is connected to that. And we didn't mention it last week, but we mentioned it this week. And that is that the Messenger وسلم, in all those affairs that we mentioned in the actions of wudu, he will begin with the right. Which is why here he's, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said, Kana al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yujibu tayammun wa tarjulihi wa tuhurihi wa tuhurihi Yani his actions of purification in wudu. Not only wudu, ghusl as well. Uh, 
in the ritual bathing and bathing, he would begin with the right side, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And this barakallahu fikum is the main focus regarding this hadith to the kitab al-tahara, to the book of purification, as it relates to the characteristics of wudu and how one performs wudu that we studied in the previous week. Point number four, and that is that, yes, it's the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he preferred to start with the right, uh, as it relates to his wudu, and performing, um, doing ablution sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but this by no means means that the, if the individual started with their left, that the wudu is nullified. That the wudu is nullified. And this is a consensus from the ulama of hadith. And from them is Ibn al-Mundhir, where he says, أَجْمَعُوا عَلَىٰ أَنَّ اللَّا إِعَادَةَ عَلَىٰ مَنْ بَدْأَ بِيَسَارِهِ فِي الْوُدُوءِ قَبْلِ يَمِينِهِ And that is Ibn Mundhir mentioned, and also Ibn Mulaqin, rahimahullah ta'ala, quoted this, that the ulama, they, got, they, they gathered together, and it was a consensus, they agreed that the person who starts with their left side when doing wudu, they don't have to repeat their wudu. They don't have to repeat the wudu. Wudu, the wudu is okay. Those who oppose this are from the Shia. From them are from the Shia, the Rafidah. The Rafidah, they say that it is obligatory to start with the right. Meaning that if you did wudu with your left, you'd, you'd have to start again. And this is from the opinions of the Shia, those from the Shia that try to um, focus and go into the affair of fiqh. They said that it's obligatory. And some of the ulama, like Rafi'i, rahimahullah ta'ala, he refuted this. And showed also that it is not obligatory for the person to repeat their wudu when they start with their left. But know that we, barakallahu can follow the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu And we start with our right as it relates to al-wudu. Point number five. And this is an area and that is, barakallahu um an important area. And that is that, no doubt... The Messenger وسلم, he began with his right. But the Dabit, the, the precise understanding of this is that Kulluma Kana Mimbabi Takrim Wazina Kana Bil Yameen. Everything that's due to beautification or an act that is noble action that is noble from beautification and so forth, one begins with the right. بِخِلَافِ بِالْيَسَارِ So for example, لَبْسَ الثَّوْبِ وَسَرَاوِيلِ وَالْخِفِ وَدُخُولِ الْمَسْجِدِ وَالسِّوَاكِ وَالْإِنْتِعَالِ وَتَقْلِيمِ الْأَظْفَارِ وَالْإِكْتِحَالِ وَقَصْرَ الشَّارِبِ وَتَرْجِيلِ الشَّعْرِ وَنَتْفِ الْعِبْدِ وَحَلْقِ الرَّأْسِ وَالسَّلَامِ فِي الصَّلَاة والأكل والشراب والمصافحة واستلام الحجر الأسود وغير ذلك هو في معناه ابن ملقن رحمه الله تعالى he mentioned a few affairs in which starting from the right applies and we're going to enumerate them now inshallah the first one is لبس الثوب the affair of um, wearing your clothes this is from beautifying oneself and covering the aura 
covering your aura, and this is an, a noble act. So you begin with your right when wearing your thobe, or sarawil, or trousers, meaning that you put your right leg first when you're wearing your trousers, because it's a noble act of covering yourself and covering your aura. And likewise, wearing your, your khuf, your leather shoes or socks, and your socks as well. Again, this is a noble act. And that's uh, number three. And number four, they mention also dukhul al-masjid. For the men or the women who go to the masjid, the right foot should go in first. The right foot should go into the masjid first. So you enter the masjid with your right foot because it is indeed a noble act that the individual is doing by going to the masjid. And he mentions a siwak using the siwak. The ulama also mentioned a siwak. And we're going to deal with the siwak in, in detail after this, inshallah. And that is a siwak in, in clean, cleansing one's teeth because it's a noble act. The ulama mentioned that one should use their right hand to cleanse their teeth. And we'll go into details that relate to siwak in a, in a second. But in the light the miswak. Well, in ti'al, and obviously wearing the shoes, as we mentioned, is the next one. And cutting your nails. Those who are cutting their nails, you start with your right hand. You start cutting your, your right fingers, or the nails in your, your, on your right hand. The nails in your right hand, you start cutting those before you do the left hand. And also kuhul, when somebody's doing kuhul, as the, those who want to put kuhul in their eyes, you start with the right eye in doing kuhul. And likewise, shaving your moustache. Or tidying up your moustache, you start with the right side. And likewise, after that, combing the hair, which is mentioned in this hadith, you start with your right side. Because all of these affairs are noble acts. Acts that are pleasing, ascribed to the sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu Well, also pulling the pubic hairs from your armpits and your your. Pulling, uh, removing hair from your armpits, you start with the right side. The right armpits first, and then the left. And also shaving your hair. For example, the person who wants to, who's doing Umrah, you say to the, to the, to the halak, the barber, start with my right side. Because know that shaving the hair as it relates to Umrah is indeed a, a noble act. And it's a beautiful act. So start from the right side. You say to the halak. And likewise, as-salam fi salah. And likewise, when we're saying as-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah in salah, we start from our right. We start from our right when we are ending the salah. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. We start from the right side. Because again, it's an act of ibadah. And sending salah and salam at the end of the salah is a noble act. And likewise, ghasl al tahara. And like we mentioned, all of the limbs as it relates to doing wudu. And also, we begin with our right when we're leaving the toilet. Because the toilet is indeed an impure place where acts of impurity occur. So therefore, when we're leaving that place, it's a noble act. We leave with our f- right foot first. We leave with our right foot first. And likewise, al-akl wa sharab or sharab, or when we're eating and drinking, we drink with our right hand and we eat with our right hand. We shake hands with our right hand. 
we touch the black stone in Mecca with our right hand. And other than those affairs that are noble acts, an act of nobility, then we start with our right. But as for the other acts, such as entering the toilet, going to the, a place where there's impurities and so forth, we enter it with our left hands. The non-noble acts, we enter with our left foot, for example, into the khala, into the toilet. And likewise, uh, leaving the masjid. We want to stay in the masjid. Being in the masjid indeed is a noble act. When we're leaving the masjid, we leave with our left foot. So we step out of the masjid with our left foot. But when we're entering the masjid, it's our right foot. But leaving the masjid is not something, of course, is beloved. We have to do it, no doubt, to deal with our worldly affairs. But it's not an affair that is beloved. So we leave with our left foot. And also, al-istinja, as we mentioned previously uh, in, in the previous narrations in the last couple of weeks, al-istinja, where you're washing your private parts with water. Okay, You do that with your left hand. You do that with your left hand. And taking off your thobe, taking off your clothes where your aura is going to be exposed, you start with the left side. So you take off your left hand from your shirt, or you take out your left leg from your trousers, and so forth. And uh, these are just examples that the ulama have mentioned for us to understand this hadith of Aisha, radiyallahu ta'ala anha. After this, we, go, we deal with more specifically the affair of um, a miswak. This is the next point. The miswak, I want to focus on this affair. It's interesting. And that is that the ulama, they differed regarding the miswak. As um, whether you should use your right hand or your left hand to do the miswak. Some of the ulama, and from them, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, when he was asked, and this is in Majmur Fatawa, volume 21, um, page 108 for those who want to go back to Majmur Fatawa we should try and go back to Majmur Fatawa so much benefits or so many benefits that we can take and so much benefit that we can take from uh, his statements Ibn Taymiyyah he was asked regarding as-siwak which is more preferable to use our right hand to use the miswak or brush our teeth per se um, uh, is it more beneficial to use our right hand or our left hand? Which one's more beneficial? And he says, Alhamdulillah, after praising Allah, the Lord of all worlds, Ibn Taymiyyah says, Al-Afdal an yastaq bil yusra. It's preferred that he said, Ibn Taymiyyah, that he uh, uses the miswak with his left hand. And this is a, he said, Nas alayhi al Imam Ahmed, and also Mansur. Uh, uh, Imam Ahmed uh, has mentioned that from one of his statements and he's mentioned in the Masail in the books of Fiqh of Imam Ahmed rahimullah. and uh, this is the opinion of uh, Ibn Taymiyyah and Ibn Taymiyyah says regarding this that it's just the same as istinthar and just the same as when you're blowing uh, water out of your nose you use your left hand so likewise the miswak should be the left and also al-imtikhat or when you're blowing your nose. So when you're blowing your nose, you use your left hand because obviously you're taking away the mucus and so forth. 
So likewise, you use your miswak. He uses a qiyas. He makes a qiyas analogy with uh, uh, taking water out of your nose. You do that with your left hand. And uh, obviously you put water in your nose with your right hand and you take it out of your left. And that is, uh, as we studied uh, istinthar uh, in the previous weeks, likewise blowing your nose. So with that, he says, Rahimullah, likewise the istijmar, uh, using the pebbles to clean your private parts, use your left hand so likewise you're cleaning your mouth from any uh, dirt and filth so use your left hand this is the opinion of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala however other ulama from the scholars of the sunnah they differed in this regard and that is that they said that we use our right hand they say this is the second opinion that they said that we use our right hand because the miswak is the sunnah, taken from the hadith that we're going to study, inshallah, in a couple of weeks, the statement of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, If I did not fear hardship on my ummah, I would have commanded them to use miswak. So it's from the sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to use miswak. So they say that it's following the sunnah, which is a noble act, so therefore we use our right hand. That's the second opinion. The third opinion, which is a detailed opinion, tafsil, and that is that they say if, for example, your mouth has a bad taste and um, it needs cleaning, you use your left hand to remove that bad taste that's in your mouth. Uh, you use your left hand. But if you are... Your mouth is, you don't have that bad taste in your mouth, but you just want to follow the sunnah and, uh, and use the miswak. As we know, the Messenger in the kulli salah, the completion of the hadith, where the Messenger that if I did not fear difficulty for my, my, my ummah, I would have uh, commanded them to use the miswak in the kulli salah. Before every prayer. So if the person wants to follow that sunnah of, of um, uh, using the miswak before their prayer, which is a sunnah, and it's a sunnah that is rarely done. We don't see that done when it's something that we should be doing. Then you use your right hand because you're having to asi, you're following the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. These are the three general opinions. But the Amr, the Saraha, the, 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 the closest opinion, my opinion, is the third. But the Amr is wasi'. It's not restrictive. Inshallah, the person can use their right hand for the siwak, or they, they can use their left hand. And uh, use your right hand for following the sunnah, or use your left hand if you want to relieve yourself of some uh, dirt or filth that could be in your mouth and so forth. That's just an interesting debate that the scholars have made. Barakallahu feekum regarding this affair of the miswak. And even Malakins of the opinion that is ta'abbudan. That lana fi siwak ta'abbudan haytha umira bihi. This is a nice point he mentions. He said that the miswak is indeed an act of worship. Using the miswak is an act of worship following the commands of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's, it's nice opinion, but also istinja 
is from the commands of the Messenger وسلم, that we should we should wash our private parts, but yet we do that with our left hand. So it's not clear, but it's interesting. But perhaps perhaps the best opinion is if you are doing it to follow the sunnah of the Messenger وسلم, then use your right hand. But if you have uh, filth in your mouth or a bad taste in your mouth and so forth, uh, you use your left hand. Allah alam bisawab. But however. Using the siwak is from the sunnah, whether you use the right hand or the left hand, al-amr wasi'. You can use both, inshallah, depending on your intentions. This is the correct opinion, to, uh, my opinion, is the correct opinion from the kalam of the ulama. But like I said, it's interesting, the khilaf and the difference of opinion from the scholars in this regard. Again, showing you, barakallahu fikum, the um, intricacy of this deen of Islam and the details as it relates to even just brushing your mouth. Uh, the, how you brush your mouth. There isn't a religion, Ya Ibadullah, that has this position. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed to us everything that we need in order to be proper human beings. In order to be proper human beings, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated how we should believe as human beings. Allah has legislated how we should behave as human beings. Allah has legislated how we interact with each other as human beings. Allah ta'ala has revealed how we should worship Him. And how we should worship Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. For every type of worship that we need to worship Him subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah has clarified. How we clean ourselves, Allah has clarified. In the Quran and the Sunnah. This is a blessing from Allah Ta'ala. After this, Barakallahu Fikum, the ulama have mentioned also the affair of um, uh, yawning, that the individual, when they yawn, that they should use their left hand. And when they wear the ring, it should be on their right hand. Now, after this, we deal with some benefits that we can take from this hadith. The first benefit, barakallahu fikum, that we can take from this hadith is the legislation of mashu'iyat al-bada'ati bil-yameen. The legislation of starting with your right as it relates to wudu and ghusl as well. Aynam. And that is that we start with our right hands, we start with the right leg, we start with the... Uh, the right hand, the right leg, the right side of our bodies in ghusl and so forth, and then the left. Point number two, and that is that the Messenger وسلم, has specifically here has shown that he will start by putting his shoes with his right foot. وسلم, in this hadith is a benefit from that. And that which comes under that also are your socks and also the khufain those leather socks, you start with the right foot. The third benefit that we can take from this also is the legislation of combing your hair and starting from the right-hand side. For those men and women, men and women, you start from your right-hand side. If you're plaiting your child's hair, you start from the right hand. Your daughter's hair, you start from the right side. And if you are combing your own hair, you start from the right side. And if you're washing your hair, you start from the right-hand side. This is from the way of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And f- from the benefits of this hadith is Mashri'it al Bada'ati bil Yameen fi kulli shay. Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Aisha mentioned here in this hadith that wa fi sha'nihi kulli and all of these affairs. 
No doubt he starts with his right, all of his affairs, a all of his affairs from the acts of nobility, as we mentioned, from entering the masjid and from um, uh, saying salam in, in the end of salah, and likewise eating and drinking, wearing your clothes and so forth. That's what is intended by all of the affairs. Not every single thing, because obviously the affairs which are not from those acts of nobility per se, you start with your left side. That's from the benefit that we can take from this hadith. And final benefit that we can take from this hadith is Kamal Sunnati Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam fi Tarjiri Sha'ir wa And that is the comprehensive nature of the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which we alluded to previously. The comprehensive nature of the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in taking care as it relates to cleanliness. Because you know, if you focus on the right first, you become it's in, 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 in wudu or in cleanliness, it has some type of precision as it like, relates to cleaning. That you start from the right side, cleaning the right side properly, and then you start from the left side and cleaning the left side properly. And this shows, Barakallahu Fikum, the comprehensive nature of the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as it relates to Nadafa cleanliness. Amen. And with this, Barakallahu Fikum, we'll stop there. We intended to do the second hadith, but we'll do that next week with Idnilai Ta'ala. And we'll stop here in this hadith of Aisha. رضي الله عنها حيث قالت كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يعجبه التيمن في تناعله وترجله وطهوره وشأنه كله and that is that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم that he used to prefer to start with his right as relates to wearing his shoes combing his hair doing his wudu purification and ghusl and so forth and all of his affairs, yani all of the noble acts that he would do, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And with this, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. We conclude today's uh, lesson as it relates to the explanation of Umdat al-Ahkam. And we'll continue next week with Ithilai ta'ala, Rabbil Aushil Azim, Hada Wallahu A'lam, Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak. على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين